0: Hey everybody, welcome inside the very dry video podcast room of the State Champs Sports Network Studios nestled on the cozy confines of Lawrence Technological University in Southfield, Michigan. Go Blue Devils. That's right. My name is... Yeah, you don't need to lean in there. No, 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 pull, no, 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 not that far. <laughs> My name's Lauren Plant. This is Michigan Extra Point Live, a week five edition uh, this is the one, the only, the man who always has the plan. The invincible Scott Bernstein. Him, I, am quite in, I
1: am quite invincible.
0: Yes, he is. But I mean,
1: indispensable as well.
0: Yes, he represents the State chief scout team. So does the unparalleled Matt Mowry, who is here in the studio. The esteemed yeah, Yes, exactly. He is here with us today because uh, they had a uh, cancel. Actually, both you guys had your games postponed. You were in Lake Orion you were in Leslie', Leslie yep. for the rivalry series uh, Leslie versus uh, Stockbridge and this is one of the things we're doing all season long is highlighting certain rivalries uh, and you might ask hey LP The two teams were 1-7 and coming in this week. Why do you care about Leslie versus Stockbridge? Well, I'll tell you why. It's more than football with some matchups. Leslie and Stockbridge first met on the gridiron in 1910. Have met at least once every year since. Do the math. That's 109 years. Both towns with less than 2,000 people. This game always means something. And if it's a wet, sloppy, smash-mouthed slugfest, all the better. So... Matt has to go back tomorrow uh, to uh, give us the 4 on the outcome of that one. Our producer tonight, The Extraordinary. Kia Tyus sitting before us. Now, before we begin, we want to send some love to the great companies and people who sponsor this fine program. We are presented by Lawrence Technological University. The Blue Devils are back here at Blue Devil Stadium for another NAIA Mid-States Football Conference matchup. The team is looking to rebound following a 49-31 loss to a very good Olivet Nazarene team in Illinois last week. Another tough challenge as another Illinois based school, the University of St. Francis, comes a call in. They were conference co champs a few years back. USF is 1-3, LTU is 1-2. This is the first year, of course, since it's new to LTU that the teams have ever met. Reigns should be gone by the noon kickoff. Tickets range from just $20 to just $5. Come on out to Blue Devil Stadium. A ton of former Michigan high school football players on the Lawrence Tech roster. In fact, on the St. Francis roster is former Central Montcalm tight end Keegan James. Uh, Lansing Catholic linebacker Michael Whitney, and former Salina offensive lineman Tyler Scherzand. So, also want to shout out Hungry Howie's, famous for flavor. Get your flavor crust. I know you have a lot of choices for pizza people. Get a pie from Hungry Howie's. They are the only ones supporting high school sports. It means a lot to them and us. Vote right now in the Hungry Howie's Mr. Football and Amble Award competitions at our website, statechampsnetwork.com. We had a couple shakeups. We'll probably talk about it later in the show. I'd also like to thank the Michigan High School Athletic Association. They have been big supporters of state champs uh, for not just the last few years, but many years. We really appreciate them. You should too. Go get your scores and a lot of other great content at MHSAA.com. Now... It is week five, so it is time to get to scores from teams ranked in the state champs top 25. Have you seen our state rankings? Matt Mowry is the man. He works as hard as any Hardest high school. Hardest
1: working man there in the goes. business.
0: That's right. On the planet. Not only does he update our top 25 state rankings every Monday, he ranks the top 25 smaller schools in the state. These are the Division four through the Division eight schools. And he ranks the top 25 in eight-player football.
2: Just opt out in
0: 8 Oh, just. Top 10. Sorry. There aren't that many. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But he does it every week. So check it out by clicking the rankings link at statechampsnetwork.com. In fact, bookmark it. By the way, we will have a camera covering some eight player for State Champs TV from the thumb area next week. So get ready for that. All right. All right. Here are the results from teams in our current top 25 in the state of Michigan in week five of the football season. And we had some postponements too, but let's get to it. First off, our number one team, Muskegon, undefeated, taking on Fruitport. They win easily, fifty-nine to zero. Fruitless endeavor for Fruitport. Yes, so no doubt. Belleville and Wayne Memorial got together. Belleville's number two in the state, fifty-five, nothing in that one. Chip Valley and Macomb, Dakota, renewing their rivalry. This is a game that you'll see on Came state down to champs. Down to the little wire. It was an undefeated Chip Valley team. They remain undefeated and win 27 21. Had a
1: knock a pass away in the end zone in the final play of the game. Wasn't
0: Chip up quite a bit? though. Chip was bit? up big early, okay, and then Dakota and rallied the, on him.
1: Yeah. And Dakota got down there by the goal line uh, in the last uh, 25 seconds, and uh, Chip uh, deflected a pass on fourth down.
0: So the game that you were at, uh, Lake Orion and West Bloomfield, that was our number four versus our number seven team. Uh, the game was seventeen uh, seven p- in the third quarter, about nine thirty seven left.
1: Lake Orion was up on West Bloomfield seventeen seven. Uh, you know, two or three minutes into the third quarter, it got postponed for lightning. But let me tell you, that seventeen seven score was a little misleading. Uh, Lake Orion was dominating that game. It could have easily been twenty-seven-seven or thirty-to-seven. Uh, the only bright spot for West Bloomfield was a sixty-five-yard run ripped off by All-American tailback uh, Don- Donovan, Edver- Donovan Edwards. That's right. um, but Lake Orion, out of nowhere, they were such an afterthought. Uh, but I- I'm looking at this team right now, and the balance they have, and the leadership they have uh, from the from the quarterback Blaze Lauer, the Moxie, the Swagger, the confidence. This is a team that can contend for a Division One State Championship, and that was laughable to me even three weeks ago. Right, but they got, they got a running game, they got a passing game, they got a great secondary, they got great linebackers, they got a, a, a nice up front tandem. This team, this team is 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 gunning, is gunning for, gunning for greatness. And who would have thought?
2: I felt horrendous because at Coach Blackstock last year, when we instituted the Anvil Award, was one of the very helpful coaches in you know allowing us to pick his brain yeah. on what was going on. So I was at the at the OA media day. I was again picking his brain about that, picking his brain about other teams. I kind of forgot to ask him about his team and whether or not. So that's on me. That's right. that's my I mean, bad. I knew because, they had a lot of yeah, seniors.
1: He, I thought this team would be six and three. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew that they would that they, would be, it, a, a they very, would be a very they would be a yeah. good team. But this is a potentially a great team, potentially one of the best teams that maybe Lake Orion's ever had. In, you know, that's that's a high praise, and you know, they won a state championship in two thousand ten. But I'm looking at this team right now and I can compare this team very favorably to that two thousand ten state championship team. Yeah, he's I mean, done I, a superb job.
0: I don't yeah. have it in front of me, but the OAA Red representing at the state finals, yeah. it happens a lot. Co- Co- let frequent. me
1: just let me, yeah. just, let me I want to shout out Kobe Manzo, the starting power back, uh running back for, for Lake Orion. This kid runs as hard as any running back I've seen in the last five, six years. He is punishing, the definition of punishing. And he's got speed. And I don't think he's got any Division one, or I don't think he's got any offers, period. Um, but he ripped off an 82-yard touchdown run off the right sideline where he just jetted past an entire West Bloomfield linebacker and secondary crew with blue chippers. Right and and Kobe Manzo is a man child running the ball in between the tackles uh, and he and he's got some afterburners so w- watch out for him
0: Lawrence Tech Blue Devils coaching staff you yes, listening please start and, checking he's, out Lake and he's Orion. got a little
1: he's got a little brother Cade Manzo who plays uh, strong safety get them both get them both. both it's, it's a co- package deal coach Jim Manzo or his dad or their dad Jim Manzo was the uh, you know the basketball coach at Lake Orion at two different stints um, stepped down last year but his boys are, are really repping that Manzo name and, and they're 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 playing some great football right now.
0: All right, I like it. Let's go to our number five team, uh, Oak Park, taking on Rochester Hills, Stony Creek. Wow, that Oak, was closer than it, I thought. Yeah, Oak Park does win though, twenty to seven. They the were final. down in the fourth quarter. Interesting.
1: You no, know, I would have never predicted
0: that. Mm, they're a fourth quarter team. They <laughs> score a lot of points. In they the fourth dominated quarter. Groves last week. Yeah, yeah. And then having did. trouble with Stony Creek. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's hey. just kind of a focus issue.
0: Yep. So uh, they're four and one now on the year. Uh, our number six team, Rockford. That's right, Rockford number six in the rankings. Out, they're undefeated still as they took out Grand Haven, nineteen to fourteen. Though a close one.
2: Yeah, I and mean, they've rolled to this point. Yeah. So this is this has been one of the few squeakers that they've had. But you know that team is on an emotional kind of roller coaster with all the health issues that Chris right. munger had yes. right before the season and then him coming back last last week for the big game against mona shores and and that's a team that they lost quite a bit in the trenches last year but they get they had their big power back, yep. back and they had a, one of their two quarterbacks back and they've got kind of that, got the tradition that tradition too. Yeah. too that you live up to at, at rockford and that's a, that's another team that you need
1: to watch out you for you can't underestimate them no. absolutely and, and both both Rockford and Lake Orion are problem or are, are programs yes. with that type of lineage yes. in their absolutely. history sure. so it's it might
0: be surprising, but it's it's not surprising. No, it's not surprising. But. Number eight, Orchard Lake St. Mary's took on Warren D. LaSalle and unranked Warren D. LaSalle. Had to rally. A, yeah. Had to rally. Yeah, and they did, but they win sixteen to fourteen. The final in that one, De LaSalle two and big, three. Big Red now. is back.
1: Yep. Uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary's five and zero. Yeah. Uh, they missed the playoffs the last two years. The first time in the modern playoff era that uh, St. Mary's missed two years in a row. And this this group, this group of seniors, were uh, you know just determined. To write the ship, and they've got some again great leadership. Grant Henson, a senior quarterback, was the starting center fielder on the state championship baseball squad for the Eagles. He's having a real good year. You got two Division One uh, recruits to play with at the wide receiver position. Any Cam relation Arnold. to Drew Henson? I don't believe so. Okay,
0: I just uh, hear that baseball, the football combo. You know, I can see. But. And then
1: they got so, so they got like a. a, a a five-headed monster at running back where they're throwing, like, five different guys right. at you. All of them run with power. Some of them run with speed. They got a nice line. So, uh, Coach Port is doing a good job again. I mean, he's always, he's always he's doing a good doing job. job but,
0: yeah. But, yeah, so he's, got, he's
1: got that program uh, well, with primed, primed. With Brother
0: primed. Rice falling to Division three now for the state playoffs, and if they continue to, uh, to play and well, it, we'll see when they get together how that turns out with and it wasn't, Mus- Muskegon and King and... It wasn't it's gonna that be an interesting. Division. It wasn't
1: that long ago. In yeah. fact, it was only three years ago that St. Mary's three-peated. Right. So those oh, two, I know. Those right. two playoff misses were coming off of a three-peat three state championship. I
0: know, yeah. They're right back. Davison, whose quarterback is now in the Mr. Football race, oh my they God. called they're this rolling. game early. They were taking on a 4-0 Grand Blank team. Brendan yeah.
1: Sullivan has a license to thrill.
0: 41 nothing. They just said, let's, let's, I mean, Grand Blank was our number 25 team. Right. And they just said, let's just end I've this I've got a Brendan Sullivan
1: rating. fever and the yeah. only <laughs> <laughs> prescription is more cowbell. Brendan, <laughs> <Right. laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Brendan, Brendan Sullivan, I've been calling Zach Traynor the best quarterback in the state. You have. But I I think you could put Brendan Sullivan up with Traynor. These two right now are playing the best at the quarterback position that we have in the MHSA right now. Brendan Sullivan is in a groove. He is in a zone uh, I, I'm just, I, I, can't, I couldn't be more impressed with what I've seen for him making this transition from the wide receiver uh, slot. And he, he, is, he is a gunslinger, a natural gunslinger with great vision, great touch on his passes. Um, he's mobile. He can get out of the pocket. Um, and you can tell him that he, for a guy that's playing his first year at quarterback, I've only seen him on tape, but he's great at making, his, uh, making the progressions, his reads. You can tell that he's, he's checking off on his first, second, and making that third throw
2: he was he was completing 70% of his passes coming into this this week and he, they were averaging forty-seven points a game. I mean, that offense yep. is rolling. And you mentioned a couple of other kids that hadn't gotten a whole lot of recruiting attention. I believe the only offers that he'd had coming into this year, when he was playing wide receiver last year, were basketball.
1: Yeah, and I now think he, he just, had D two offers. Central for Michigan just came in. CMU is, just yeah. came in last week, and he's only a junior. So I expect you're, this is the type of kid that by the end of the season will have at least a half dozen. Uh, offers and you know by by uh, when the offseason hits before next year I'm sure he'll, he'll have his choice of uh, of, of elite offers at, to, to play college football.
0: Yep, let's keep going. Number ten, Muskegon Mona Shores and Grand Rapids Kenowa Hills got together. All Mona Shores forty two to twenty, so they rebound after a tough loss last week. Birmingham Groves beats Troy Athens forty three to ten, so our 11-11 team at got yep yeah. exactly. Mount Pleasant in uh, and based Western, we did not have a score on that one. Yet, but uh, we'll look forward to that one. Uh number 13, South Lion, uh takes care of Wald Lake Northern rather easily, 30 to nothing. Oh,
1: that's a nice win for South Lion. Because yeah. yep. Northern's no slouch. No, Northern was actually picked uh, second they, in that.
2: They were yeah. picked
0: second in the league. Yeah. So we had the Battle of Livonia between four and Franklin and one and three Churchill. This one had to go three overtimes. And it's Franklin still coming out on top to remain undefeated. 49-48 is the final score. In that one, so uh, good test, good battle. Franklin still comes out on top. Fortson, our number sixteen team, still undefeated. They blank Westland, John Glenn twenty eight zip. We had a another disc, uh, postponement. Uh, the Granville and East Kentwood, uh, our number seventeen team, were leading East Kent. Well, I'm sorry, East Kentwood Charlie. was leading 21-14. Still about eleven minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, so they're going to make up that game tomorrow morning at ten a.m. Interestingly, your game's not being uh, restarted until 7 p.m. I tomorrow know. night. That's wild. <laughs> that I'll was... trade you by 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah, start. that's yeah. true. All right. Um, another postponement. We had our number 19 team, Zealand West and Byron Center. Uh, Byron Center, an honorable mention uh, on match ranking right now. That one uh, will be replayed or will be picked up uh, with 4.58 left to go in the fourth quarter, but uh, we're tied at 22. Yeah, two 4
2: 0 teams there.
0: Inter- that's right. Uh, Plymouth and Novi. It's Plymouth winning 42 to 21. So Plymouth rolling undefeated, beat Brighton a week yep. ago uh, and uh, taking care of business. They've kind
2: of taken control of the yes, KLA West and they're they're sitting alone atop they, the standings.
0: Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Chelsea, our number twenty one squad, beats Jackson twelve zip. Oh, check it Oops. out. Uh it was actually postponed in the third quarter. So still about a minute left in the third. They're gonna pick that game up tomorrow at noon, but Chelsea leading Jackson twelve zip. Uh Edwardsburg and South Haven were still that was a forfeit.
2: That's gonna kill their scoring average.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they were averaging, like, yes. 40 points a game. I mean, right. going to bring it up. So the Eddies. They're yeah. 5-0, and and uh, and they'll continue to do what they do. DeWitt and East Lansing, they had to call that one in the second quarter. In fact, with a lot of time left in the second quarter, so still a ton of game left to go. But East Lansing beating DeWitt 14 uh right now, two three and 3-1 teams.
2: We kind of figured that that was going to be the key matchup in the Lansing area this year because East Lansing was fractions right. behind Dewitt coming into the season cuz Dewitt had graduated a big class last yep. year and each Lansing really has that good passing combination and with that Mr. Anthony Kennedy, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and so they, they we knew that that was going to be the big test for Dewitt and both of them have been in and out of the rankings right. this year
0: yep and so that'll be uh picked up tomorrow at 1 p.m. and then finally our number 24 team Woodhaven and Allen Park got got together this one was very close this is the game I was at and uh, we only had sprinkles, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, and it was 21-20. My Woodhaven boy Nico Tiberian look. Yeah. Um, do you know that he had about 50 carries uh, in that one? It's very He's a easy- cold-blooded customer. Yeah, right? he was. I-, I give him credit. That is a workhorse yeah. uh, for the Jaguars. Uh, I will say this. Um, started out, you know, uh, Allen Park fumbled right off the bat. Woodhaven gets it up in the red zone, scores. Uh, would uh, Allen Park turned it over again? I think on their next possession or the one after, would even go. It was 21 nothing in the first quarter, and you think this is just going to be a blowout? It's homecoming at Allen Park. Everyone's depressed, and uh, all of a sudden in the second quarter they start chipping away with your boy, and uh, he gets a couple of scores. It's 21 14 at the half, and uh, going into the third quarter is basically uh, just two teams kind of just. Beating up on each I like, other. I like
1: Josh Waters too, the quarterback at Woodhaven. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's underrated. Yeah, yeah,
0: he was. And he had some really good runs tonight. They've got a running back with his first name as Romantic. Oh, that's His long first long name <laughs> is Romantic. So, it's like, best like, name of the year for yeah. running
1: back. Like last year, we had Sincere Dent.
0: Yes, exactly. So, um, no, it's Romantic that, from that, w- Woodhaven. That was interesting. Romantic the Rock. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. All kinds of superlatives you could throw Romancing in adjectives. the Stone. But, um, Allen Park was able to get in the end zone in the fourth quarter, made it 21-20. It's kind of late in the game, and uh, there's a penalty call on the ensuing extra point try. Pushes the Jaguars to like about the two-yard line, and they decided to go for it. Woodhaven stops the conversion try. Uh, they get the ball back, hold on, and win the game. So that's how that one ended. Woodhaven 5-0 for the first time since 2014. So, they had a good year uh, last year too, yeah. 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 So uh, and that was an amazing year for them twenty fourteen. So um, again, let's get into some other key games that happened here before we take our first time out, and get to our MHSA minute. Um, they decided not to play the Marshall Jackson Lumikrusa game at all. They're gonna they're gonna pick that up tomorrow at five o'clock. Portland and Lansing Catholic, two 4-0 teams. They stopped that game with about 11 minutes to go in the third quarter. They will start again at 10 a.m. on Saturday, Uh, but it was 21-7 Portland uh, the current score in that one. Notre Dame Prep 4-0. Make that most likely 5 and 0 they're taking on Detroit leadership academy leading 29-12 but they stopped that game in the third quarter they'll pick that up 5:30 p.m. tomorrow
1: they got a, a nice lineman Nalen fox going to toledo mm-hmm. they got a good running uh, good quarterback jacob benson so that's a team that I- i've been overlooking and i got to start paying attention to coach pat fox i talked to him before the season he was really high on this group and it it, it shows that he, he he had a he had his finger on the pulse
0: Another game that was called in the third quarter with about 9.48 to go, Frankenmuth and Swan Valley. Uh, Frankenmuth uh, leading 14-7 in that one, that game at Frankenmuth. They'll they'll, uh, pick it up at noon tomorrow. And Papa Atsigo and getting together. Uh, Papa four and zero coming into this one. Atsigo three and one. They just called that basically right in the first quarter. Uh, about two fifteen left to go in the game or in the first quarter. So they're going to uh, basically play the remainder of that one starting at noon tomorrow. And Claire and Sanford Meridian got together three two. <laughs> I like yeah, that score. yeah, exactly. It's,
2: <laughs> three run homer in the uh, sixth <laughs> inning yes, for exactly. the uh, for the pioneers. Well, it is
0: like Fan Appreciation Weekend, yeah. so they're th- it's a baseball score three to two. Claire leading. Uh, with about eleven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and they will resume that one at noon tomorrow. Muskegon Ridge is five and zero. They beat Montague in overtime, fifteen to thirteen. So that was interesting. Uh, Beale City is five and zero. They beat Leroy Pine River, thirty-one to twelve. Yes, exactly. They're,
2: they've had they've had a little bit of a dip, but th- that used to be a D seven D eight power for years. Yes,
0: they were. Uh, in eight-player football, let's give you some scores for you eight-player fans out there. Uh, Mayo beats Hillman thirty-two to fourteen, so Miles four and one, uh, ha- hand Hillman their first loss. Uh, Climax Scots and uh, Colon are going to, or Cologne, Colon, Cologne, right? That too. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to uh, pick that one up at uh, tomorrow at eleven a.m. Uh, Portland St. Patrick all over Vestaburg. These were two undefeated teams, but they went fifty-three to nothing. Uh, Mayville beats Peck twenty to six, so Peck is handed their first loss. Suttons Bay beats Brother. I think Mayville is who we're covering next week. Yeah, so probably. I think yeah. that's I the think game. Where- Deckerville, maybe. Yeah, I think so. And I- yes. And uh, Suttons Bay beats Brethren forty-nine to eight, so they are still undefeated. A key Saturday game tomorrow, besides all the ones that were postponed. Delton Kellogg and Schoolcraft getting together. To, uh, Schoolcraft four and zero, Delton Kellogg three and one, and of course on Sunday the boys' Bowl. The greatest Detroit, rivalry in the state. Ca- that's right, Detroit Catholic Central and Birmingham Brother Rice are number fifteen uh, ranked squad right now. Maybe in not the state. just
1: the greatest rivalry in the state. You know, you could put it up there for greatest football rivalry in the midwest and it yeah. definitely isn't the conversation for best football prep rivalry in, in america I it's just it's just a great tradition and um you know you always know that you're going to war no matter what the record I mean, it's cliche whatever the records are whoever the players are you're going to war when those two match up that's right and i saw kind of a cool thing on um on social media this uh today they ha- they have the uh the boys bowl um pep rally
3: For for Catholic Central,
1: they're smashing orange pumpkins as uh, as preparation to, in their minds, go and smash the big orange of Brother Rice. Uh, They always
0: do that. In fact, you can watch the rival show that we did a few years back on Brother Rice and Detroit Catholic Central. Uh, It was a half-hour show. It was really great uh, for Casa and and Mock were near the end of their, their Ten years and uh, or Mac, I should say, and it's uh, it's a great show. And we've actually been posting on our social media uh, all week. We've been posting videos of uh, past games between Rice and, and CC. So uh, that will be Sunday. Let that is just, at Catholic Central. I
1: just want to say what an amazing coaching job Coach K over at Rice yes. has done. And this is he's in his fourth year now, yep. I believe. Um, and the talent dip, and all due respect to the, the rosters these last three or four years, but the talent dip that he had to come into, coming off of what had been there before him, yeah. was pretty extreme. Yeah. Guys leaving, uh, trying to kind of patch that program back together, and that to roll off, you know, three straight six and three seasons, and this year they're four and zero. Oh, uh, I think it, it's just his second season. Yeah, I, I think it's wor- his third. Is it his third?
0: I don't know. We'll have to find that out. but I. Well, look, I, I it's don't, not his
1: second. I know it's not a okay. second. It's, it's either his third or his fourth. Yeah, I, don't I know th- for I, don't think I know for sure. He's been
0: there four years. Huh? So then, it's know, thir- then it's his third. Time flies. Who knows? Uh, uh, but anyway. Yes, and they're undefeated. And Catholic Central two and two. They need this one.
1: Yeah. No. In fact, I know it's his fourth year because he's had Pisco Pink for all four years.
0: Okay. Well, there you go.
1: Um, And uh, like I said, time for this one. Having fun. But for this team to be four and zero, and again, this is all due respect to this roster. But this is this is great coaching. This is uh, great senior leadership. This is a team that is all kind of in. Uh, you know, everyone's bought in. They're all dialed in, and they're playing some really fundamentally sound football without the the blue chippers and the the for sure Division One players that they had kind of in the glory years with with Coach Farkas.
0: All right, guys, uh, that is get got you updated with what's happening in Week Five. Uh, right now, we're going to uh, jump to our MHSA minute and a couple spots, and we'll b- be right back, and uh, uh, we'll uh, pick it up from there. So stay with us. You are watching Michigan Extra Point Live.
4: Today, we're going to show you how to become a registered MHSAA game official. It's easy. Start by going to the MHSAA website and click on Officials in the heading. From there, click on the big red letters that say Register Now. If you've never officiated with us before, click on Become an Official and fill out all of the requested information. After you've done that, just answer a few questions, including agreeing to a criminal history check, select your sport, and pay the registration fees, which are among the lowest in the nation. You'll still need to pass a general exam and fulfill some general principles of officiating requirements. Next, get connected with the local officials association. It's the best way to get trained, get games, and get you started in this new adventure in officiating. Every year, we need at least 1,500 new officials. So join us, and if you're unable for whatever reason, you can help keep our new officials, or for that matter, all officials, in the game by showing them respect for just getting out there. Think of every game as a four-lane highway. There's one for players, one for coaches, one for officials, and one for fans. So fans, don't cause an accident, stay in your lane. Let the coaches coach, the players play, the officials officiate, and just enjoy the game. For more information, visit our website at mhsaa.com. Helps wanted, just whistle.
3: You do know you want a contest to spend a whole day with me, right? Mm-hmm. And you just want to see her eat this delicious pizza. We could do other things.
4: Mm, mm, mm.
5: A little help. Mm. The best day ever. Some people will do anything for flavor. Now get a meal deal to fit any budget at the home of Flavored Trust. Hungry? Howie's.
3: I chose Lawrence Tech for the architecture program and volleyball team. Architecture is a great fit for me because I love math and design. Now I combine them with technology to create beautiful structures. At Lawrence Tech, I didn't have to wait until my third year to start designing. Our hands-on education begins right from day one. And I'm really excited about LTU's design center in Detroit. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare. This
5: is Alan True from 24-7 Sports with this week's State Champs Recruit Report brought to you by My Student Aid. Wisconsin had a big home win over Michigan last Saturday and the Badgers hosted some Michigan natives for that game. Two of them, Detroit Cast Tech junior twins Kobe King and Kalen King, walked away with scholarship offers from the Badgers. Kalen, a five-foot-11 cornerback who has also made some plays as a receiver this season, was the defensive backs MVP at the opening regionals in Ohio last spring. Kobe is a physical six-foot, 210-pound linebacker prospect. Both brothers have nearly 30 offers apiece now. Birmingham Groves' Ralph Donaldson picked up an offer from Northwood this week. Donaldson's having an outstanding senior season as a running back, in addition to his more recruited spot of safety/slash linebacker. He's also a standout on the track, and that foot speed should bring more schools his way by season's end. For this week's state champs recruit report, I'm Alan True.
0: The recruit report is brought to you by My Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. Go to michigangovernor StudentAid for more information. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Michigan Extra Point Live. Lauren Plant here with Scott Bernstein and Matt Mowry, actually, in studio. This will be a rare appearance for him, at least during the regular season. Uh, we'll get him back uh, once we get to the postseason. But, of course, we had you know, the story of tonight, of course, our called games and, uh, and the weather was a big factor uh, including where you were at yep. uh, we were re uh, igniting our rivalry series it was uh, episode three that uh, we were getting into and that was Leslie and Stockbridge and that's in the Lansing area if you're yep. unfamiliar with that again two teams who played you know since in fact I look back' I was like what was significant that happened in 1910 well that was the first time they actually had a night flight mm-hmm. <laughs> for an right. airplane okay that's how far back we're huh, going right. yeah <laughs> you know I'm saying so uh, but anyway you know um, two teams who obviously are struggling this year um, but you know so this this may even have more impact they're like because either one could say at least we beat this team.
2: Well and, and to give you an illustration Stockbridge last year went one and eight the game they won was the one that they wanted to win okay. because they beat Leslie. Got yes. it. Got and so, yeah, that's the, this is this is the proverbial one where you can go, you can lose the rest of your games, and as long as you beat the rivals, yeah, just 14 miles apart in, in Southern Ingham County between these two, lots of back roads and lots of backways, and the, but this is one of those true, you know, we don't like you very much for this week rivalries. Right, right, right. And it started off with a bang. Uh, Nolan Frore. Took the opening kickoff back 91 yards for a touchdown, and then uh, Stockbridge had the the ball for three plays, and Carter Coltrane picked off a third down pass and took it back for a touchdown. So Leslie was up 15 nothing without having run an offensive play. So their time of possession was not great, but uh, they they uh, they. You know, after that it kind of settled in, and so it's it's fifteen nothing, and they were actually lining up to run the first play of the second quarter when lightning hit for the first time, and then after that, I mean, just looking at the radar, it was it was going to be hours and hours before anything cleared up. So we're going to come back uh, nine a.m. tomorrow, and we're going to finish it up. But uh, yeah, it's two programs that are that are kind of dropped off from where they have been in the past, and Leslie made a, a trip all the way to the finals. a Couple. Uh, decade ago, maybe? I'd have to look back and see exactly when it is. But Greg Piscodna, who's been around. If you want to talk about somebody who's been around, he's been around. Started out as a grad assistant at Michigan State. Won a national title in D3 as an assistant at Albion. Won a national title at D2 uh, as an assistant at Grand Valley. Had stints in the D3 coaching ranks at uh, Defiance and Alma College. um, And he was the AD and coach at... at, uh, um, uh, Michigan Center for a couple of years so and he's one of those guys who kind of has a, a reputation of reviving programs and you can already tell that they, they do some fundamental things pretty well. So he was with those
1: '90s uh, Albion teams, yep. like mid '90s. Yep. They were winning national titles. Yep, I believe he was on the defensive side of the ball. I'm
2: not sure if he was the DC or not, but yeah, he's he's been around for a long time. And then last year, after he left Alma College, he was the athletic director up at Montebello. So he and I know a lot of people in the Mid Michigan area. Um, but he said it just it was you know Friday nights. His hands were kind of itching. He wanted to get back in. So that's one of those where you you wouldn't be surprised if this Leslie program all. All of a sudden, gets kind of back to the level where it had been before under Scott
1: Farley.
0: You've got one of the Piscopinks. Actually, thank you for the kind words on Brother Rice. Amazing oh. coach. And it's Jennifer
1: Piscopinks. Well, and, and you know, GP three is yeah. is lightning in a bottle yeah. as a quarterback. I, and I, I've been touting him as the best quarterback in the Catholic League. I don't I, I, I don't think you can really make an argument. Um, he looked great last week in, in that De La Salle game. Um, threw for about two fifty. Ran for 30, 40 yards, uh, just was just had a lot of command in the huddle, and uh, this is a guy that's you know played in the Catholic League Central under center at the varsity level for four years. Um, he wasn't a full-time starter until his junior year, but came in, gave them some huge lifts uh, coming off the bench as a freshman and a sophomore. His... You know his playmaking propelled them into the playoffs both those years. So this is just the the epitome of experience, the epitome of uh, just a, a guy that is always going to get the job done, and, and you can just put a lot of faith in him. And then kind of the rest kind of falls in place when you have a quarterback, a playmaker like that under center.
0: Absolutely. Next week our rivalry series will be Armada and Almonts. So. Uh, just since 1950, those two have met 68 times on the football field. Almont owns a 40-28 advantage. Armada has not beaten Almont since 2004. Is this the year? Tigers were 2-2 two two coming into this week. Almont, a perfect 4-0. Blue Water Conference football is the subject of our next rival series, and that will be next week week. So uh, what we are going to do now in just a second here is we are going to uh, take another time out. We do have uh, some storylines that we want to get to uh, before we uh, finish up uh, this week's show, but I do want to tell you guys... Uh, Did you hear the news? Studies of high school football players from 50 to 60 years ago did not, I repeat, not show an increased risk of neurological disorders compared to their non-playing classmates. The game now is a lot safer, obviously, than it was then. High school sports, including football, have never been safer, and sports participation is a good part of a young person's overall education. Learn more at the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. This is a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. We'll take another quick timeout and we'll come back with storylines.
3: You do know you want a contest and spend a whole day with me, right? Mm-hmm. And you just want to sit here and eat this delicious pizza? We could do other things. Mm, mm,
4: mm.
5: A little help? Mm. That was the best day ever. Some people will do anything for flavor. Now get a meal deal to fit any budget at the home of Flavored Trust. Hungry?
3: I chose Lawrence Tech for the architecture program and volleyball team. Architecture is a great fit for me because I love math and design. Now I combine them with technology to create beautiful structures. At Lawrence Tech, I didn't have to wait until my third year to start designing. Our hands-on education begins right from day one. And I'm really excited about LTU's design center in Detroit. Lawrence Tech, where Blue Devils dare.
0: Welcome back to Michigan Extra Point Live. Matt Mowry, Scott Bernstein, I'm Lauren Plant. We're in the last uh, section of our program for tonight, so probably about 10 minutes ago. And uh, we always do a segment we call Storylines, and we uh, always come up with a few things that are happening in the world of high school football. Flint Metro Realignment. What's going on?
2: Well... With some of the smaller schools, and just, you know, one we were talking about earlier in the break before uh, Scott and I, Ortonville-Brandon, a lot of the, the smaller schools at the bottom end of the conference, size-wise, had, the gap had grown between the big schools and the small schools. And a lot of those smaller schools were looking at maybe having to go, their own separate way and and form their own conference what they ended up doing was taking a bunch of the remnants of the genesee area conference um the Goodriches, the ashes yeah exactly and when that that conference kind of flamed out and and kind of compiling them together the coronas owasso's uh those kind of schools and, and putting those together um and and goodrich is actually kind of not especially after uh, beating Brandon thirty two twenty six tonight to go to four and one. Their only right. loss was to to Flint Powers twenty 21- one. 22 and one of those kind of rain-delayed openers that we had that opening weekend. Um, that's is, that is, that's a team that – and it's, it's always good. We've talked a lot of, over the last couple of years about finding the right size fits. And I don't know how this will, will help or, or whether or not this will help, you know, under the new playoff formula. But it, it helps these schools now in getting, you know, with with other schools their own size.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we do have some new Mr. Football and Anvil editions uh, this week. Tyler Huneman from Mount Pleasant uh, is in the lineup, mm-hmm. uh, and Brendan Sullivan of Davison is now in the Mr. Football race. He's going ballistic. Yep, and uh, we have held off as long as we could, but uh, um, not saying purposely. We we're just like, you know, y- y- the other guys that you have in, you know, they almost have to play their way out and uh what's cra-
1: what's what's interesting to me is that we put trainer in two weeks ago yeah we put Sullivan in now yeah and i think these two guys have just as good of a chance of winning the yeah. award as anyone we had in from the beginning yeah
0: uh although cam martinez is still clearly yeah, he's the front runner. front runner and he should be the front runner of course right? yeah i mean yes. what
1: he did last year was was <laughs> eye-popping to say the least you,
2: yeah. you watch Huneman play, and he's he's going to play defensive end on the next level. He's going to be a defensive end at Harvard, and if you can get into Harvard, more yeah. power to you. Yeah, um, but he's also a tight end on on the offensive side, and he's got 21 career touches, so he's not a huge you know a target that gets targeted an awful lot. Nine of those have gone for scores coming into this week, but you want to have fun if you like football and you like blocking. Watch him as a tight end blocking downfield and it's count the number of times the defender ends up on his, his backside. side <laughs> yeah it's it's frequent yeah so he he you know a lot of times you'll have the defensive end offensive lineman combination but he's uh he's very
1: mobile and he he likes to punish people as a blocker too he gets a great jump i mean the tape I've scene of him he, he gets a great jump off the yeah. ball uh you know what they call that kind of that first leap that get uh, off yeah. yeah getting after the quarterback so
0: so, if you're unfamiliar with the Anvil Award, it basically means we are rewarding the top linebackers and linemen in the state. You know, we we felt there was a disparity in our Mr. Football competitions. It was so hard for one of those Just guys. Wa- it was weighted
1: um, against the, um, the, yeah. the 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 big nasties in unless, the middle.
0: Unless you happen to play, you know, you're a linebacker and you were also playing offense uh, in you were some a, capacity. A, a Prescott line. Type. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Throwback. <laughs> yes. Absolutely.
1: Shout out Oxford SMU.
0: That's right. So. Mr. And Football and, MSU. and Anvil exists. Yes, that's right. Uh, you can go to the website statechampsnetwork.com. You can vote for your guys right now. I encourage you to go there. Um, it's really important that you guys vote. Remember, the leading vote getter, no matter what's happening, can never be removed from the race. So that's what you got to do. All right. Lastly, in storylines, our early season surprises. Uh, obviously, the resurgence of Orchard Lake St. Mary's and Rice. Our headlines: Lake Orion is a headline. What are a couple other surprises we should take note of? I had a bunch. Granville
2: came in and obviously they they've got a tough one this week in in East Kentwood team that was ranked in the top 15 when we started out the season. Last year they lost 5 games but they they lost those games to Clarkston, De La Salle, East Kentwood, Hudsonville and Rockford. Uh, the those teams were forty six and twelve combined. Three of those five losses were by thirteen points. But so it was a good team, even though they had a bad record.
0: We talked about it. Yeah, we a talked lot, a lot about, about, about it. it. Yeah, and so year, so yeah. it's
2: not really a surprise, I guess. But it, they're just kind of fulfilling what we thought they might. Another one, Pinkney went eight and two in twenty seventeen after they left the KLA and went to the SEC. Um, Losing their two games by a total of five points. Last year they kind of bottomed out a little bit and went three and six, but they've already matched that win total heading into today's game against Ipsy Lincoln and they won 40 to 14 to go to four and one. Plymouth, we've talked about a couple of times, they're in the top 25. Biggest one I want to point out, and you mentioned it, that's why my eyes lit up when you mentioned the Central Montcalm kid. Oh, okay. Under first year coach Scott Kripe, Central Montcalm was four and oh coming into Friday. They beat Big Rapids 34-6 to go to 5-0. It's the first time they've been 5-0 since 2010 when they didn't lose until Week 9. And you go, okay, that's pretty good. Except they were 0-9 last year, and those teams that they've beaten to go to 5-0 were the same teams that they lost to in succession last year and got buried by Scott Kripe, who was at... uh, uh, adrian for the last couple of years and actually had a winless season at adrian last year uh, heads up to big, uh, heads up to uh, central montcalm takes over that program and that's that's a big time redemption when you're coming off an 09 season taking over a team that's going off an 09 season and you can take them out to five and oh i mean that's not a program that's had a ton of success over the years and so that's they got to be flying high up there
0: right all right yeah a little sim- Symmetry nice. there in uh, Central Montcalm. Kid playing um, tomorrow I'll at the University of St. Francis against Lawrence Tech. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'll tip my hat real quick. Uh, three different uh, shout outs I want to give. First, okay. um, I want to talk real quickly about Birmingham Seaholm, mm-hmm. uh, a team that I don't think, just like last year, some people have kind of written that program off. And you know, when Jimmy Duwal came over there, he did a great job. I think they won a league title too. They upset uh, Southfield A and T once in the playoffs. They looked great. Then they dipped a little bit. I'm looking at it right now. They dipped and didn't make the playoffs for about four years in a row. Last year they came back with good regular season. Um, came down to the wire, I believe, in the OAA blue. I think I said white, but I meant blue. Were they in the blue last year and they're white this year? I'm not sure. They were in the blue. They're in the white year. this year. They were in the blue last year. Um, and, again, I, kind of, I think people were kind of writing them off this uh, this year. They started off 4-0, and and then today they took uh, Rochester Hills Adams down to the wire. They ended up losing the game, but they were in that game until the, the last couple minutes. That impresses me. Um, so they're a team to, to look out for. Jimmy Duval does an amazing job. Um, and then I also want to talk about... Uh, A player from the PSL, I've blogged about him a little bit before the season, Latrell Tompkins from Denby. Um, I believe he's committed to Toledo. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, He came over from Delta Prep, and he is absolutely decimating defensive line stats in the PSL right now. He's got something like 12 sacks through five games, Um, just a, a disruptive presence like Maybe we haven't seen at, at the at, at Denby in a while, at least. Right. Um, just doing a great job, really making a, a um, an argument for him being the best defensive lineman in in the whole in the whole league right. for for a, a guy that really wasn't anyone on anyone's radar um, at a, at a charter school last year.
0: Maybe right. the best he- since Will Golston or yeah. Brandon Graham were Manning the.
1: But but Latrell Tompkins is a name that that you should know about because I can see this guy. Tremendous ceiling okay. and doing a lot of damage uh, on Saturdays.
2: They were unbeaten coming into
0: yeah.
1: today, weren't they? I'm, yeah, well, I'm not positive, but yeah. I
0: think they were, yes. All right, guys. So we, we are wrapping up. Uh, I'm waiting for my comments of the week. The la- Bodhi- go ahead. Last
1: thing real quick. Uh, North Farmington, it, look, it looks like they're yeah. going to win. They got to postpone it, but they were up big um, on Avondale, uh, who was also undefeated coming into this game. It looks like North Farmington will be <laughs> 5-0 and for the first time in 31 Years.
0: Nice. Cool. I, it's ama- amazing. Shouts out to Coach Hursty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we're, we're, and, we're definitely uh, and, going to like, follow in that story. Uh, real quick, though, before we get to our comments of the week, uh, I want to uh, talk a little bit about next week. And uh, just kind of, go, I'm going to read the list of games and then you guys can comment about a few of them that will be interesting to you. Uh, Kalamazoo Central at Battle Creek Central. Belleville at Fortson. I saw a comment. It's officially Belleville it our, at Fortson yeah. week. Uh, Midland at Mount Pleasant. Escanaba at Menominee. Farmington that at Auburn a, Hills, it's not Avondale. Gonna be a,
1: it ain't going to be a game unless Avondale regroups, because they just got trucked, trucked. by North Farmington. or right. They're in the process okay, yeah. of getting trucked, and, and Farmington is just as good as North Farmington, if not better. So Avondale, who started 4-0, yeah, might be doing a little soul-searching after okay. the, 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 this loss. Let today. me get through all Sorry, of them Sorry, It's
0: okay, no worries. Uh, Hillsdale at Blissfield, Iron Mountain at Calumet, uh, Southfield A&T at Clarkston. The rematch. Uh, yes, the re- that's right, the rematch from the uh, PKC school this is the one that matters. Yeah. Uh, Schoolcraft at Constantine, Detroit King at Denby. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Holt at East Lansing Mason at Fowlerville Lapeer at Grand Blanc uh, We're seeing Lapeer fans mm-hmm. on, on the uh, comments here Talking about um, how they have uh, bounced back Because they kind of start off slowly East Grand Rapids at Grand Rapids South Christian Hudsonville at Grandville Pontiac Notre, Notre Dame Prep at Garin Catholic um, so they're at Indiana? Is that yes. What they're, yep. yes. They played them
2: last year, and it okay. was a close game. Yep.
0: All right. Uh, Harper Woods at River Rouge. Uh, Novi-Detroit Catholic Central at De La Salle. Uh, Chip Valley at Warren Mott. Rochester Adams at West Bloomfield. Hudsonville, Unity Christian at Zeeland West, and there'll be some Saturday games we'll be uh, looking forward. Iron River West, Iron County at Lake Linden-Hubble, and Birmingham, Brother Ice at Orchard Lake-St. Mary's. Which all of a sudden is
2: the key game in the CHSL, rather than the CCD LaSalle game which was the key game last year twice. And right I'll state for
1: the record if Lake Orion holds on to beat West Bloomfield tomorrow, they will be my number 1 team in Oakland County. They will jump past Oak Park who had struggled with Stony Creek today. So, uh, Lake Orion go get this dub tomorrow and and you're number 1 in the Oakland, uh, in the OC.
0: Absolutely. And if Detroit Catholic Central wins and next week let's say uh You know, again, you know, and Orchard Lake loses, then of course we're right back at square one and everybody's kind of battling each other. So uh, we'll see how that goes. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, Our comments of the week as we wrap up the show uh, on Facebook, Caleb Schaefer said uh, this doesn't apply to high school football, but former Ithaca quarterback. Jake yeah, I Smith this. is playing great for Harvard I through saw, two uh, weeks of play.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yes, And actually, Heuneman and Smith know each other pretty well. Um, and, and I think that was part of the recruitment there. Um, and so and both Kale- from generally the and same And Khalil Dawsey
1: from Groves is playing at Harvard mm-hmm. now, too. Yep.
0: I want to shout out my boy Brian Fuller. He is the new at- athletic director, actually, at uh, Okemos. Uh, but he and I go way back, and uh, he came on and, and let us know because he used to be the athletic director at Harbor Beach,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and um, he said that uh, they were going to resume the Okemahs Grand Lange game tomorrow, but they were they were zero zero, and I think he also had given me a Har- yep Harbor Beach beat uh, beat twenty nine to 14. Uh, And Robert Mitchell, my guy out of Canton, he works at Kroger. I always see him at Kroger. He's my boy. Uh, After two lightning delays, finally over Brighton 24, Canton 7. Nice. So Brighton, that just ended...
2: bounces back after a loss to
1: Plymouth. Yeah, I, I
0: and like, that's and that's like a Ru- killer for Ken right now. I like there's.
1: Ruben Salinas. Yeah, came over from Texas. Yep. He's catching footballs in Michigan, and mm-hmm. he's taking that Friday Night Light swagger from the Lone Star State and bringing it to the Mitten. Well, right. you could tell Coach Lemons didn't <laughs>
2: oh, really man. want to let the cat out of the bag on <laughs> him, but he was pretty excited that that they were going to have a pretty good pass catching combo.
0: All right, and finally, at Mary Banka on Twitter says, "Hey, Madison finally won one." <laughs> so there you go. They had, they had, the they, they
1: had gone quite a uh, lengthy period where yes. they didn't lose any in the regular season. I think they had two straight seasons where they were undefeated in the regular season. Yeah. So just got to take a step a little, take a step back when you lose such a dynamic playmaker like uh, Austin Brown.
0: No question about it. Even though his so.
1: brother Dylan, I believe, is actually the quarterback
0: now. All right. Well, there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Michigan Extra Point Live. We do this each and every Friday night throughout the football season. We're going to do it right through the finals. And I am actually going to make sure that we could be doing this show live from Ford Field for our final show, which is a Friday awesome. night, so it'll be right after the Division Four game, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get together and have this uh, from Four Field and be able to talk about uh, the state finals, the first day of the state finals, and preview the second day. So uh, that is going to be my pledge to you. Uh, but in the meantime, we got a lot, a lot a lot more football to play before we even think about Ford Field. Only halfway through. That's right. That's right. Literally. We're we're like literally halfway through. Four and a half. Yes. (laughs) So, boys, thank you so much. Uh, Good luck next week. (laughs) <laughs> Better luck tomorrow, uh, as you'll be I'll there at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. they replay yeah. of that. See you at the strike. boys' ball on Sunday. That's right. So, yeah, Scott will be out there. Uh, we'll have a camera out there, so we'll have highlights of that game at some point, too. Support the Lawrence Tech Blue Devils. Blue Devils Stadium tomorrow noon kickoff between LTU and the University of St. Francis out of Illinois. So, if you can get here, come check it out. Weather's going to be beautiful. It's a great t- experience. I got yeah.
1: my first look at it last We're week. We're tailgating
0: and- early, so you can come it's on pristine, over to LTU and pristine check it out.
1: environment. Yeah, it's going to be a wonderful. A gleaming, beautiful stadium. And it's in the, it, what I love most about it, it's got that Southfield skyline yes. as you're playing. you like looking out at the skyline. It's pretty cool. It's
0: fantastic. So if you can come out here, come and join us. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. State Champs, remember, airs this Sunday at 9 a.m. on Fox Sports Detroit. Tons of games. Uh, even though there were a lot canceled, there's a lot of games we got in. Uh, so uh, you get to check that out uh, this Sunday. And, of course, highlights throughout the weekend. So that's it, everybody. We will see you next time.